Hello, hello, hello. Are you ready for true happiness? Changing your life? Are you ready to live your life purpose with courage, joy, and self-love? To be that beautiful, bold, and brilliant woman God has created you to be. Are you ready for change? Well, welcome to Developing Your Vision. I'm going to teach you how to create that vision that God has for you. We're going to be covering many topics and so much more. I'm going to get real about my life as we take this journey together. Habakkuk, the second chapter, verse three says, For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it because it will surely come. It would not tarry. So welcome to the show. Hello, 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 and welcome. We're going to start a new series, and we're going to be talking about a woman after God's own heart um, by a book by author Elizabeth George. And it is so important to have you ever imagined living a life so that people thought of you each and every day, long after you are gone, as a woman after God's own heart. And in the book, we're going to be touching based on so many different things. And and one thing it reminds us, you know, David, we all know David, King David. David was given the title, a man after God's own heart, which is was so encouraging and so powerful. So we're going to be talking about a woman after God's own heart. And in this transformation into being a woman after God's own heart, it is indeed God's work. We're going to go over so many different things um, as we go through this series. And so I hope you join us. The journey is going to be an exciting one and you're going to find much joy along the way. So I welcome you to join me as each of us seeks to be the woman that God calls us and will empower us to be a woman after God's own heart. All right. Wait to see you for our next episode. Hello, 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 and thank you for stopping by to another episode of the DMV Podcast with me, your host, Pamela Jordan. Tell a friend to come on over and join us as we share stories, as we inspire, inform, and empower you to have a closer walk with Jesus. So ladies, today ladies, I want to share with you from one of my favorite books, um, A Woman After God's Own Heart by Elizabeth George, and we're going to start a new series on a woman after God's own heart. And we're, I am so excited for this episode, and we're going to get right back, right on into it. So grab your notebooks, your journals, your pens, your Bible, your friend, your neighbor, your coffee, whatever you're drinking, and pull on up to the table as we get started and we're going to be talking today we're talking about in this episode we're talking about a heart devoted to god and our scripture reading is going to be coming from luke um our key scriptures luke the 10th chapter verses um 42 and it reads and i'm reading from the niv version but few things are needed or indeed only one mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her 
And so we're going to jump right on into that. And have you ever been in a situation or have those moments um, in your life when that you become have so many, so much going on in the world today and your thoughts become so negative and you become having so many negative thoughts that come to your mind that it scares you, <laughs> not other, but it scares you because you're kind of like, I'm a Christian. I shouldn't be thinking these things. Why are these things coming to mind? Why am I having a lot of negativityness? Or, you know, you just feel the negative energy around you all the time. And, you know, sometimes and I have, I've had that moment myself in those thoughts come in and you're thinking, okay, what can I do to get rid of these thoughts? I can't be doing this. I can't be thinking like this. God, what did I need to do? And I was in that situation just recently and, and I was sitting there like, okay, God, the negative thoughts. And I'm not talking about like evil, negative. I'm talking more of the negative thoughts when you're to yourself, you know, you get those thoughts of, I can't do this. I'm not able to do this. Or you hear those thoughts, you, you're not going to be able to accomplish this. No one wants to be around you. No one likes you. You know, those kind of thoughts that begin to weigh on your spirit. And there was a moment when I began to start having these negative thoughts in reference to a situation that I was dealing with. And I began to think and, you know, begin to ask the Lord what to do. How can I get rid of these things? You know, then I'm sitting here like, okay, I got to do my podcast. I got to do all this stuff. How can I talk to people about something that, and I have all these negative thoughts and things that are going on in my mind. And so as I was sitting there, God began to remind me, everything that you need is in your toolbox. And um, when I say in your toolbox, I'm talking about within yourself. You are a toolbox within yourself. And that's one of my models you may hear me say a lot on the podcast is what is in your toolbox because everything that we need and if we keep reminding ourselves that and keep telling ourselves that we have it within us, God has already put it in us to do. Um, you may have to improve on some skills. You may have to take some classes um, to get advanced, but everything that we need in this wall, God has equipped us already with it. It's bringing the tools out and using the right tools for the right projects or using the right tools for the right situation. And so when I sat there and I began to talk to the Lord, I'm like, okay, you know, I'm having these negative thoughts and all this stuff is going on. I'm doubting myself. What do I need to do? So he said, go in your toolbox. And so as I was sitting around and he said, you know, you have a book that's already there. And so I, you know, went and got the book and began to read the book again. And I had, and the book started to remind myself that I am not alone. And sometimes we get to that point. And I sat there and was beginning to read it. And then I began to hear the voice of the Lord say, you know, we get everyone's opinion about every situation. Um, people mean well, your friends, your family, relatives, everyone has an opinion about your stuff. <laughs> And um, we begin to get everyone's opinions and everyone's thoughts about things and what we should do and what we should not do and how we should do the situation. And God began to remind me, and I had to realize, he said, you didn't get my opinion. And I had to begin to repent and say, oh, okay, okay Lord, I'm sorry. You're right. I didn't. I'm beginning to get the world's opinion about a situation. 
but I didn't get God's opinion and I didn't get what God wanted me to do and what God was telling me. And I knew what he was telling me and I was hearing his voice and I know what he was saying, but I was kind of wanted to override what he was saying and wanted to do it on my own and wanted to do it through my own and wanted to get everybody else's opinion and thinking this and that. And reality and God had to remind me, you hear from me and you know what I said to do. And you need to do what I said or the situation is not going to turn out great. And so I had to have a moment to say, okay, Lord, if I want this to work out and I know what you're saying, I got to begin to trust you even more than I am trusting you now. And so that's when I got to the book, A Woman After God's Own Heart. And, um, you know, it, it's it's important that we sometimes go back in, in a heart devoted to God. And we're going to jump into that. And, and parts of the book, you know, as I was reading it, I started to wail and began to cry. And I was like, oh, my God, she's talking about me. I can understand what she's saying because that's where I'm at right now. And I realized that I needed to push my thoughts forward. And she mentioned that in the book, how she had to take a moment and push her thoughts forward. And as I was reading that, um, I begin to well up and I begin to think even for myself and I begin to triage myself to say, I realized that I needed to push my thoughts forward too. And I had to begin to, you know, I was thinking earthly thoughts before and I was thinking worldly thoughts and I was thinking what the world says you need to do and what they say this is how it's supposed to do. And I didn't think about what God says. So I said, you know what, I got to keep my push myself out of this negativity, push myself out of the negative thoughts and begin to push myself towards the thoughts of faith and trust in God. And that was one thing um, she mentioned in the book that I thought it was wonderful um, because she talked about that she had been thinking earthly thoughts and human thoughts and physical thoughts. She had been thinking worldly thoughts rather than the thoughts of faith. And I was like, oh, my God, I need to do the same thing. And so I began to say, you know, I, I got to change my perspective. And as she says, you know, she even said, you know, my perspective is off. And I was like, I agree. You know, my perspective becomes off. And we as Christians, that can happen. We as believers, let me change that because I always say believers. We are as believers. Um, our perspective can be off sometimes. And we have to remind ourselves that we walk by faith and not by sight. Second Corinthians 5 and 7. And so we have to begin to turn our hearts and our minds upwards to God and to adjust to God and, and begin to change our thoughts and stuff towards God and begin to trust him with everything trust him with our walk trust him with our life and um, it's not an easy journey but it's doable so to say all that you know a woman after God's own heart is is so important and, and the biggest question was you know how how do we listen to God how do we listen to God how do we get what we need you know we got all the stuff going on around us all the stuff in the world people things TV commercials internet the web all this stuff is going on and underneath all of that is the voice of God and God is talking and we're missing him talking because of everything that's going on. And it comes to the point of how do I listen and how can I hear God with all the chaos and the things that are going on in the world? And so in this, this verse, in this chapter, and um, we're talking about Luke, the 10th chapter, 
um, our key verses to verse 42. But let me set a little bit of foundation here because um, Jesus has ended up at Martha and Mary's house. Him and the disciples, they're there. And um, Martha and Mary, they're like, oh, Jesus is coming. They're at home. They're cleaning. They're doing stuff. You know how we do when we have visitors come in. We go in the house, make sure everything is clean. We want to make sure everything is right. We want to make sure it smells good. We got the best china, the best linen. We're cooking the best meal because Jesus is coming to the house. And who wants Jesus to come to their house and they don't have food ready and the house is not clean. And so they were doing the duties that um, any homemaker, any woman or anyone that would do, any host, let's put it like that, any host that would do. If they have someone coming to their home that they haven't seen in a while, you want it to look nice. You want it to smell good. You don't want to smell, you know, like feet and funk and kids <laughs> and all that stuff. So that's what was happening here. Um, they were doing that. And as the scripture reads, you know, and um, but Martha had got distracted in the preparation. Martha got so distracted in preparing for Jesus coming. That she forgot the most important thing. Um, the most important thing. And sometimes we can get so distracted in preparation for Christ to come. That we're, you know, we get so distracted of doing all these things and all this stuff and doing church and doing religion, doing whatever. And we miss the main important thing. And that's what Martha missed. But Mary caught on because Martha was so busy. But Mary stopped in the middle of her business to do one thing. And when he said it in verse 42, but few things are needed or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. It's a few things are needed. God is trying to, I don't need all these things, you guys. God doesn't need stuff. He doesn't need all the stuff. He doesn't need all the fluff. He doesn't need all the fanciness. He doesn't need all the he doesn't need money. He doesn't need all of this stuff. I said, I don't need this stuff. And and that's what he was saying. But a few things are needed. I only need a few things. Because I am Christ. I got everything. But he said, I only need a few things. Or indeed, just only one thing. Because he was going there for a purpose. He was going there on a mission. And he was going there for, he wasn't just going in to be entertained or anything, but he went there for a reason. And sometimes we get caught up in the preparation. We get caught up in the stuff. We get caught up in doing all of this stuff that we think that God wants from us or God needs from us. We get in, in caught up in titles. We get caught up in numbers. We get caught up in, in all this stuff. And so... He said, Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. So what, what was it? What was it that Mary did that moved God so mightily? And what she did was she stopped. She stepped away. Mary slipped out of the kitchen and sat at the feet of Jesus to be taught, to be learned. And the example, and this is an example of a woman that has that's a heart that is devoted to God. And that's what we're talking about. A heart devoted to God steps away from her stuff, steps away from the worldly stuff, steps away from the things that you think God wants. And she sat at his feet and she learned and she watched and heard and listened to him teach. 
And so, you know, sometimes we have to do that. We hear everyone's opinion. We hear everything that's on TV. We, we go to church. We hear everything. But some of us, we need to step away and sit at the feet of Jesus and begin to hear him talk and teach. Step away from the hustle and the bustle in the world. Step away from all of this stuff. I got to get my bag. I got to get my money. I got to get this. I got to get that. I got to get all this material stuff that's not going nowhere with us when we die. Many of y'all been enough funerals to see ain't none of that stuff going with these people when they die. And so Mary did the honorable thing. She stopped what she was doing. One, because she was in the presence of the Lord. And she went to be taught and went to listen. And she sat at his feet. And listen to the teaching. Well, Martha was still running around like a chicken with a head cut off trying to figure out, I got to do this. I got to prepare this. I got to have this. But Jesus didn't even ask for none of that. Everything was already done. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't need all that. He just needed the little things. He just needed a place to stay. So he didn't need all the other stuff. He wasn't asking for a fancy meal. He wasn't, he did, his, his mission was not to come there for all that stuff. His mission was to come there to share a word. And so he said, what she's doing, no one's going to take away. Don't come in here talking about, Mary, you need to come on in the kitchen and help me out. No, Mary is doing what she's supposed to do. The honorable thing was to come and sit at Jesus' feet. And so that was what Mary discerned. Mary discerned the one thing that was needed. And she slipped out of the kitchen and she sat at the foot of Jesus, which was more important than anything. That was just, that was happening. That was just more important than anything. So she chose that one thing. You know, Mark, Martha broke under the anxiety, the frustration, and the anger she was feeling. She interrupted him. He was her guest to tell Mary, you know, don't you care that I'm putting this meal together all by myself? You know, she's telling him, tell Mary to come and help me. But Martha failed to discern the priority is the importance of the time with God. When you get that per our time with God, enjoy it, take it, spend time with him. Get whatever moment you get, every little second, it could be in the bathroom, it could be whatever. Whatever little second that you get, spend that time with God. Mary, a woman after God's own heart, made the choice that indicates a heart of devotion. She knew it was important to cease her busyness, stop all her activities, and set aside secondary things in order to focus on Jesus, to focus on the Lord as he came to visit. Unlike her sister that was so busy doing things for the Lord that she failed to spend time with him. Come on, have you found yourself in that place that you're doing so much for the Lord that you're not even spending time with the Lord and we can get caught up in doing so much busy things that we don't spend time with him because we feel that we're doing things for him so we doing so much but Mary put her worship first worshiping Christ doing the things that God has called her to do so what can we do how can we do better what can we do so we won't get caught up in, in that in that situation and you know how can we do better and one thing is how can we become a woman devoted to God and um, a woman who lives for God and love him deeply we can we can do what Mary did we can follow her example you know don't get so caught up in doing things for him but get caught up in spending time with him make your choices 
make different good choices. Watch, you know, what we got and do and what we get around us and stuff. Because that's what a woman of the God's own heart choices. Um, put us in positions so that God can use us. And that's what Mary did. Choose, number one, choose God's ways at every opportunity. At every opportunity you get, choose God's way. Okay, that, that's one thing we can do to make us have a heart devoted to God. Commit yourself to activities um, and choose God in his ways. You know, whatever you do, Proverbs 3 and 6, and all our ways acknowledge him and he should direct our path. So whatever you do, you know, from this day forward, acknowledge God in everything. Acknowledge God in everything that you do. You know, and when we do that, it says he will direct our paths. Because when we put God we do our part, then God will step in and do his part. In his part, and he will direct us. But he's waiting for us to do our part. Okay? So, a, a heart devoted to God, a woman with a heart devoted to God, she chooses ways, she chooses God's ways at every opportunity that she gets. Okay? Number two, a woman at the God's own heart, we commit yourself to God daily. Commit yourself to spend that time. Our devotion to God is our strength. You know, when we offer him a fresh commitment each and every day, every morning, you know, if it's a prayer, a written prayer, a silent prayer, if it's a walk in the park, if it's just taking five or ten minutes in your morning time just to spend with God a peace and quiet where everybody in your house is quiet while your house is quiet and still even outside if you went outside early in the morning took a walk there's no traffic there's no cars there's no nothing all you hear is the earth the birds and chirping and animals and that's your quiet time with God and if it's just five minutes take those five minutes and use that time daily to just spend with God and that is so important, okay? Giving him all that you are, all that you have, now and forever daily. Lay everything on God's altar in what one of the saints back in the day, this is called surrender life, surrendering your life over to God. And if it's just taking that daily, and this is just a daily devotion, taking a daily devotion time to spend with God is so important. So three is cultivate a hot heart. A hot heart, just like a um, a heart for God should be like a boiling teapot. A heart should be characterized by God, a God-given intense emotion and passion for the Lord. After all, when we're tea, like a tea kettle, it's boiling. You know how a tea kettle begins to boil on the stove and the steam and it starts to sputter and spits out and it's too, you know, the teapot starts to move around. It's too hot to touch. And that's what it needs to be. And, you know, when we talk about God, you know, it's... It's too hot. It's like fire in your spirit, in your soul. And so you're excited and you're on fire by God that the enemy is you too hot for the enemy to touch. And so that's what God cultivated a heart, a hot heart for Jesus, allowing God to fuel the fire within you. Okay, devoting yourself unto God. So a heart devoted to God is so many things in um you know, we have to choose those opportunities, choose those ways and think about what Mary did. Set aside the things that we're doing for the Lord to spend time with the Lord. It's more important than what you're doing for God. He wanted Mar Mary and Martha to sit down. Martha was busy doing stuff for him, but Mary stopped what she was doing for him to be with him, to sit with him. To talk with him. To meditate with him. So ask yourself your, that question. Am I a Martha or am I a Mary? Am I doing stuff for the Lord 
and missing the time of spending with the Lord. Because that is so important. It's so important. And say, so I'm going to leave you guys with this. I'm going to leave you guys with this for and until we come back again. And we're going to talk about more and more and more and more and more about a woman after God's own heart. But what I want to leave you with is a little activity. And it's like a thermometer. And we know a thermometer has those measurements on it. Cold, Luke, and warm. Luke, I mean, cold, lukewarm, and hot. Okay, so I want you to imagine yourself. Um, that you had the color of the mercury line to mark the best way to describe your heart right now. Your heart with God. Where is your heart at with God on this mercury? Are you cold, lukewarm, hot, in between? In, in, I want you to place that on that. So you get a piece of paper, draw out a thermometer, put those things on it. Cold, lukewarm, and hot. And, and put where you believe your heart is with God. And if it's not where you think it should be or where you think God wants it to be, write out how can I change that? What can I do different to make my heart where God wants it to be? Do I have a hot heart? Why am I on fire for God? Am I a Martha or am I a Mary? All right, I'm going to leave you with that. Till next time, I'll see you guys for our next series of episodes. So don't miss out. Join us. Tell a friend. Tell a neighbor. Get somebody on here because we're going to get more and more and more and more and more into talking about a woman after God's own heart. All right, you guys take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Developing Your Vision. And let a friend know. Tell a friend and have someone come on in and join in with you. If you would like to connect with us on a different level or want to even get me to come and host your vision board workshop or your workshop, contact me at pyjacademy03 at gmail.com. See you soon. Bye-bye.